0: your words like knives and swords and weapons that you use against me you have knocked me off my feet again got me feeling like a nothing hello this is jessica Jimeno and you are listening to flip switch the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder The subject of bullying has been in the news almost daily because gay and lesbian youth have been targeted. In the 21st century, bullies have taken being mean to new heights or should I say new lows with the internet. A 16 year old girl named Kira showed me there is another group of young people vulnerable to bullying. Students diagnosed with mental illnesses. The subject of bullying is why I chose to play Taylor Swift's song Mean. An anthem for Kira and anyone who's ever been bullied. Kira talks about being bullied at a young age, hospitalized at age 12, and experiencing surprising success in music. Her story is uplifting. Kira will share three tips for managing bipolar disorder. She will also give advice to anyone out there who is being bullied. What she said towards the end of the interview sent chills down my spine. And now it's time to hear Kira's story. city.
1: My name is Kira. I'm 16 years old. I'm from Sydney in Australia. I was diagnosed with bipolar mood disorder when I was eight years old. When I was little, the others didn't really know what bipolar was, but they knew that there was something different about me. How did they know
0: that something was different about you?
1: The teachers treated me gently like they never shouted at me when they were telling off the class. And then of course being pulled out of class to take medication isn't exactly a discreet thing. I was in second grade when I started taking medication. The other children noticed. They knew I had an illness. I was hit and kicked a few times and shoved and all that and other than that it was just name calling and bickering. What kind of names? There was mental and just spaz and some really hurtful things. Yeah the stress got to me a good few times. I'd come home and cry but I'd try to push it aside. All the put-downs made me really upset. The major time was when I was 12 in my last year of primary school. And it was at that point that I was so sick of the teasing and my parents stressing over me that one day I came home from school, pulled out a knife from the kitchen and attempted to commit suicide when my mum came in and stopped me.
0: What happened after your mum caught you?
1: I got taken to the teen psychiatric ward in the Sydney Children's Hospital and I stayed there under therapy for three months. It was really hard. I was the youngest one there. No visitors came to the psych ward and how many people you're allowed to have visit you are put onto a limit two visitors at a time.
0: So there was never a time where you saw your whole family?
1: No, not at the same time.
0: What was going on with your family
1: back home? When I was in hospital my parents broke up and my mum had to work double shifts to pay for my brother's medication. My brother has esophagital reflux and that means that his food doesn't stay down properly so he needs medication. He also has mild Asperger's.
0: Oh, mild Asperger's. And yeah. what did you learn from your three months in the hospital?
1: I learned to control my actions and relaxing. I had a mood chart so that mum could identify when I was feeling upset or angry so she could help me cope with it in a positive way. And I also learned relaxation techniques like breathing and counting to 10.
0: How did your mom help you?
1: She learned to identify my body actions and things
0: She could tell if you were becoming manic?
1: Yeah, she could tell if I was getting worse. We did this thing when I was little, we called it a volcano, because I generally bottle up my emotions until it becomes a massive problem, like when I attempted to commit suicide. We called that the volcano, and my mum would ask me, where in the volcano are you now? Do you need to let out some of the volcano and things like that. How old
0: were you when you were in the hospital?
1: I was about 12.
0: Can you tell us about life after your stay in the hospital?
1: About one year after I got out, I started to get my life back on track. I heard Taylor Swift's songs for the first time. Her lyrics really spoke to me. I decided, because of the music, that I no longer needed to be ashamed of having bipolar. I wrote a song about my struggle for a writing competition and won that.
0: How many people were in the competition?
1: About a few thousand. What I got from Taylor's songs, it's that You can be afraid of having a mental illness because it's scary. But being fearless is reacting appropriately to that fear.
0: What could be scary about having bipolar disorder?
1: It's frightening knowing that I need medication to function normally. And was there a song or a group of songs specifically that helped you? There's this song, Mean. It's about when someone was bullied. The song is pretty much saying it doesn't matter because all you're going to be is mean and I'm going to be great someday.
0: And speaking of greatness, what else have you done musically?
1: Well I met this girl at a charity benefit. She sang amazingly. She asked me to write some lyrics for her. So I wrote her a song and she recorded it and applied to a studio. They accepted her and they're putting her through the air now. What's the name of your song? It's called Chairs. I was really excited so I wrote another song and that was called Wake Up Georgia. I put that in my portfolio and the song got me into a performing arts high school where I'm starting my final year and we had a talent night a few weeks ago and I sang Mean and won the competition Oh wow, congratulations! (laughs) Thank you! Why do you think you won? Well at the beginning I dedicated the song to the people who'd bullied me at school for having bipolar It was the first time I'd actually said I had bipolar so it was very scary, but I did get a standing ovation.
0: Wow, that's incredible.
1: Oh, I actually started crying, it was fantastic.
0: So you got into this prestigious school, and mm-hmm. the other honor we were talking about is that you are an ambassador? Yeah, uh, it's for
1: World that? Vision. So I was selected to do the Youth Ambassador Program.
0: What are three strategies you use to manage bipolar disorder?
1: The first strategy is taking my medication. The second is having a really good support network to openly talk about struggles I have and to be there and encourage me when I do something positive. And the last is using my frustration and anger to perform instead of hurting people.
0: What is one piece of advice you'd give to somebody who is being bullied?
1: To distract yourself from retaliation because retaliating really brings yourself down to their level. I would stand up for myself through my singing.
0: I guess I should have asked this earlier. For how many years were you bullied?
1: I've been bullied all my life. I'm still bullied now.
0: Even in fine arts school?
1: Yeah, yeah. Bullying is a real thing. People will bully other people because they like Picking on those that they consider weak and those they they consider having flaws. It's always going to happen. I mean, it happens in the workplace with adults. The difference is now that I know how to combat it.
0: You have an outlet. I have an outlet now. How does the bullying happen today? It's on Facebook. For me, it's
1: easier to deal with because I can just delete it and delete that person. It happens, but you don't sound depressed. No, because I take delight in the fact that I'm better than them. If the only thing that they can do with their time is make fun of people online, that's okay with me because I'm doing well. I'm doing great.
0: To conclude, Kira shared three tips for fighting bipolar disorder. First, take your medications. Second, Build a good support network. Third, find an outlet for your frustration. Kira's advice to anyone being bullied is to distract yourself from retaliation and take the higher road. As a note of caution, obviously if a person being bullied is in physical danger or is being threatened, a distraction is not enough. That kind of situation necessitates involving school officials and parents. Before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.bpkids.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Jimeno, signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch. So...